Pastors Michael and Brenda Brunzo welcome you and thank you for listening to the following message. This message was recorded during a regular service at Faith Fellowship Church. The Bible tells us in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we believe this message will encourage and strengthen you in your daily walk of faith. God bless you as you listen. Especially True Vine Worship Center. We're glad that you could join us this morning. Uh, we apologize for borrowing your pastors. Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you for letting us borrow your pastors for one service here. We promise to have them back this week. So <laughs> I know you miss them. Uh, so before we begin, I just want to, uh, Brother Josiah, stand up a second. Uh, I know. All of you don't know the history of the Council family, but that's a standing, walking miracle right there, Brother Josiah. There's no way he was supposed to survive the accident he was in, but here he is. And so we're glad to have you here today, Josiah. Next to him is his brother, Nolan. And uh, Nolan's a little bit shy, so we're not going to put him on the spot this morning, but we're glad Nolan's here. And next to him is the uh, lovely and talented Hannah. She's uh, talented in, in volleyball, and uh, I think you got a scholarship coming, right? You're going to college on a scholarship? Yeah. All right, and then uh, next to her is the lovely and talented Maggie, because that's a, yeah. uh, her best friend, a friend of the family, and uh, she spent vacation with them, and she's also a volleyball player. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, not to embarrass them, but as you look at them, they look like volleyball players, don't they? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to ask Brother Flint and Sister Brenda to come at this time. And Sister Brenda, I don't know if you, know, you want to uh, testify or share. I'll leave that up to you guys. But, uh, I'll leave it up to my husband. Yeah. Come on up. Come on up. <laughs> this, is, this is Pastor Flint, a good friend of ours for many, many years, and a uh, anointed Bible teacher and Holy Ghost filled minister. Can we share that somehow, Brother Darrell, where Drew Vine can pick it up? I'm sharing, but I can find it if I can. Oh, okay. No problem. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but let's give him a Faith Fellowship Church welcome this morning. Praise the Lord, everyone. God bless you this morning. I'm going to let my wife, amen, just greet you guys. And uh, I'm, I'm more or less into just words. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we are so blessed to be here with Pastor Mike and Pastor Brenda. It is extremely, um, we have been friends, like he said, probably about 38 years. And they have been steady, remain the same in the faith strong in the faith, never wavering. We got some good pastors. I'm just glad that you're here, that when you're planted somewhere, don't uproot. Because when you're planted, 
God will make you bloom where you're planted at. And that's, this is where you can get your nutrients. This is where you're going to get all the feed that you need. You don't need any feeding anywhere else. But God is feeding you where you can spring up and be strong in the Lord yourself. And so I just want to let you be encouraged. You got some good, beautiful pastors. So, amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Good to see everyone this morning. This is uh, my first time coming to Faith Fellowship Church. Amen. This is such an honor and a privilege. And I really thank God, amen, for Pastor Mike and Pastor Brenda Brunzo. And as my wife was saying that, you know, you guys have some good pastors. And I believe that uh, when you have good pastors, they don't always seem to be able to, you know, get the things that they would like to have. They don't always be able to see what they would like to see. And... I've been kind of pondering on this, and I said that, uh, I said, nobody can tell me that God wants pastors that are good, that are faithful, that are true, that are honest. Nobody can tell me that God wants them just to have the crumbs that comes off the table. Amen. Especially when you have mega churches and not only just in the United States, but in other parts of the country. And I oftentimes direct my prayer, my prayer to God about, Lord, what about the ones that are toiling night and day? And they don't seem to be able to catch. And I just say, you know, God, you know, but I am so glad and honored to be here. And if three of you guys, and thank God all of you showed up that did, but crowds doesn't move me. Amen. Um, would we like to see more? Would we like to see our pews filled? Yes. Yes. But I tell you what, though, it is getting ready to change. Amen. It is getting ready to change. Right. I'm going to get into the word. I don't want to get ahead of myself, Pastor Mike. I pray. And praise the name of the Lord. And I know that God is going to speak to us. Amen. He's going to speak to some of you. Yes. And praise the name of the Lord. Amen. There are times when churches go through, especially good churches, it's three phases, maybe a little bit more. They go through the flood. They go through the wilderness. And then, praise the name of the Lord, they go through other areas that sometimes we can't even imagine. But there's also a desert place. And ministry sometimes is like that. Sometimes it'll go through the flood, sometimes it'll go through the wilderness, and sometimes it'll just go through the desert place. But the thing about it, God is with them through it all. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. This morning we're going to be speaking on stay. S-T-A-Y. God gave me this and I said, huh? And I just couldn't believe where God was taking me. I couldn't see it at the time. But when he gives me something, he'll reveal something to you. Amen. Amen. 
So we're talking about stay this morning. And have you ever had to stay with someone or somebody? Have you ever had to stay over because someone did not show up? Meaning a job or something like that. Or maybe the babysitter didn't show up. Amen. And you had to stay a little bit longer than you wanted to. Have you ever had to stay on God? I mean, sometime, amen, we have to watch. The Bible tells us to watch and pray. Amen. But through it all, amen, we learn to stay. When it comes down to what is the most important thing in your life, that you can stay. Amen. amen. Now, what about if your life totally depends on one thing? If it meant the next breath that you take would be your last or the beginning of many breaths that you're going to take. And if you had to do something to stay there, to have that particular many breaths to go, would you stay? Would you stay? The word stay, it means to stop doing something, to cease, to remain in a specific state or position. It means to continue in a place or condition. It means to remain. It means even to stand firm. Now, we're going somewhere with this, so you guys just bear with me. Your pastors have been going through, amen, the flood. Everyone knows what they've been dealing with, what they've been going through. You guys as a church, has, to my understanding, you have lost two members due to COVID. And then all of a sudden your pastor, amen, was, was diagnosed with the C word. And before that, let me just bring us back a little bit. There probably was some people in this church that decided to leave, to uproot. To go. Now we go on somewhere. I want y'all to get comfortable because it's going to get tight, but it'll be right. There are times when we as pastors, we don't understand it. We look and say, God, what is going on? We think, what did I do to get this? When you have good pastors, they pour into you and they pour all of what they have into you. Amen. Amen. Uh, in the book of Genesis, turn to Genesis chapter 8 and verse 6. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 6. I kind of like to move around a little bit if y'all know what I mean. Amen. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 6. We're going to show you something by the Holy Spirit. What happened. Uh, we often read about, this is about Noah going through the flood. In relationship, that was one of the first things that God brought to my attention when he began to minister this to me about stay. 
He brought me to these particular scriptures because, amen, your pastors and, and this church have been through a flood. Now notice what I said, have been. Praise the name of the Lord. But you guys are not aware of what you're getting ready to receive. We want to show you guys something here this morning. I was praying before God and seeking God and praying and I was I stayed on God about this. I said, it's it's gotta be, you know, knowing God is right on, spot on all the time. Yes. Amen. I just need to get right on and spot on. Amen. 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 But anyway, in Genesis chapter 8 and verse 6, and it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. And he also sent forth the dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot. And I want to point this out this morning. Sometimes when people leave the church where God had planted them, sometimes when they leave the church where God, amen, had begun something in their lives, pastors can see it. But something else happened to that individual, they may not be able to see it. And all of a sudden, they decide to uproot. All of a sudden, they decided, amen, well, it's, it's time for me to move on. But what happened is they don't find no rest, not for the soul of their feet, but for the S-O-U-L. Yes. Nobody can't tell me that this is something just fabricated and made up. I understand to a certain extent what God's will is. When it comes to a church, I don't know everything. But I know a God that knows all things. Amen. And that is what's important. Yes. Many people out there have, un have unplanted, uprooted themselves. Even maybe in this hill house. Some supposed to be here. Not because I'm here, but because the will of God sent you here. And what happened? You have not been able to find no rest for your soul. The only way you got to change that. You can do worldly things and draw a little happiness. But the soul is still going through a transition. It just don't work. Can somebody say amen? amen. And she returned unto him into the ark. For the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. People that can't find rest for their souls need to allow, amen, their pastors to pull them back in so that the rest can come. Amen. I know you got pastors here that will welcome you, welcome them. Amen. And watch what happens in verse 10. And he stayed yet other seven days. And again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came in to him in the evening. And lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. 
and verse 12. 10 and 12. Keep an eye on this. And he stayed yet other seven days. Underline that word stayed. Because I'm going to tell you a little history what happened here. When the ark was going through, it was going through such a devastation of flood. You won't find this in the King James Version, but you will find it in certain history books. Because there are some things that was kind of left out, but yet and still at the same token, when you began to understand and began to see things does fill in the gaps. Because you can read the Bible and you can say, well, what happened between this point and that point? That's what I'm getting ready to tell you. The flood was so bad. God designed that flood in such a way that it will totally destroy everything but Noah and his family. He designed it in such a way, watch this, it was a flood. Fish love water. Even the fish died off. He designed it in such a way the highest mountain could not be even seen or touched. That flood was so devastated that everything on the ark began to lament in its own voice. Amen. The owls, the wolves were howling. The snake was hissing. Now, if it was all right with God, when, if I could have petitioned something, I would say, you can leave the snakes off. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to deal with them, but nevertheless. But it was so bad that Noah and his family was crying. They were so afraid. It was so bad until that the ark, they thought it was going to break in two. Noah thought, said God, when he began to petition God and cry out to God, he said to God, said, we are at the point of the gates of death. He did not say hell because Noah was a righteous man. There's a difference between That's the right. And as Noah began to petition God, the waters began to come. Many times what goes on in people's lives when they can't find no rest for the S-O-U-L. They need to understand that the place where they were at, the pastors that was under them, have a direct line of petitioning. When you can't get your prayer through, they can get their prayer through. And praise the name of the Lord. So God, Noah, that was a little bit scared. They feared for their very life, not their soul. That's a difference. And all of a sudden, amen, the waters began to cease. The waters began to calm. Why? Because Noah was in right standing with God. Are y'all with me this morning? Yes, Let me get on. I, I, I feel like I'm losing time, but praise God. Amen. Uh, 
Genesis 8 and 13. By the first day of the first month of Noah's 601st year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. And verse 14, by the 27th day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Verse 15, 16, and God spake unto Noah, saying, Come out of the ark, you and your wife, and your sons, and their wives. Now watch where we go on with this. People, we cannot rush God. We cannot hurry God. We cannot move God beyond his appointed timing. Yes. This is important. Because this will cause casualties, spiritual casualties in the body of Christ. When we try to move God beyond what God has ordained. And when God ordains something, he sanctifies. And praise God, he calls it out for that purpose and that purpose only. And what happened was this. Sometimes we get a little annoying, a little antsy. But prior to Noah sending out the raven and the dove, God specifically told Noah, he said that you, when the waters have stopped, when the rain has stopped, he specifically told Noah, you shall remain in the ark one year. One year. Now, this is where we're going with that. Uh, but you notice what Noah did. You can't tell me he can't count the days and the months of the year because he was able to build an ark by God's specific direction. Yes. Amen. Yes. amen. Yes. So he wasn't, amen, uneducated. That's right. But what happened was this. It was that he was sent out the raven. He was sent out the dove. This is why I say sometimes when ministries may not be going to what you want them to be, we get a little antsy. And we'll send out feelers because we want to leave this ministry and go to another ministry. Ah, I didn't get no amen. But understand this, church. Sometimes, in many cases, your blessings and your joy and your peace is tied where God plants you. Because where God plants you, the Abraham covenant comes into effect. When God told Abraham to get out of his father's house, out of his father's country, and from around his kin people, from that moment on, God, amen, had to take care of Abraham. He had to make sure he was clothed. He had to make sure he was fed. He had to make sure that he would be healed. Amen. The Abraham covenant goes into effect. Don't tell me, all oh, that don't work no more. Yes, it does. It's still embodied through Jesus Christ. Come on now. Yes. Let's move on a little bit further. I, 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 I got to get through this. 
I don't know how, brother. We've got to get through this. Amen. God told Noah specifically that after the rain had stopped, he was to remain in the ark one year. Noah probably felt it's time to get out of here. But the conditions and the circumstances told Noah no. See, the thing about it, church, we sometimes may want to get out of here. But there are some conditions that you have not seen. Amen. And there are certain circumstances that you are not aware of. And it ain't time to go. It's not saying you can't ever leave. But it's better to be under the grace and be under the, amen, right relationship with your pastors before you make that, amen, decision. Yes. Yes. Let's move on. As we said, stay means to remain. Stop doing something. Cease. Remain in a specific state in, or position. To continue in a place or condition. To remain. To stand firm. Have you ever had to say to someone, stay here, stay there, stay in touch, stay together, stay in line, stay a while, stay prayerful? Have you ever had to say, uh, stay on top of things? What about stay put? What about stay out of trouble? And what about stay in place? Oh, have you ever had to say, stay in your place? Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. As a matter of fact, the only time we don't like the word stay is when it cuts against what we want. That's when we have a problem. Amen. There are 63 scriptures in the Bible that you can find the word stay or stay. Many times in our lives as a believer, we have an itch. We have an inch to leave the church, the ministry, the city, the job. We have an inch to leave the pastors that God had prepared for you and I. We as a people of faith, we have an inch to break rank, to break order, to break commandments. Don't tell me the enemy don't try to tempt us from time to time. Amen. That's right. We have an inch, amen. Now, I'm not saying we go this far, but people do. People are itching, some people are itching to break laws, to break in homes, to break in cars. We have an itch that sometimes we feel like it's just time to scratch. But church, we must learn to stay. We must learn to stay. That was a movie that was made a little while back. James Earl Jones and Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner, amen, uh, what was that baseball movie? Feel the Dreams. I believe that was the one. And that, that voice kept telling him, if you build it, they will come. If you build it, sometimes pastors begin to build a work. Sometimes they come. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they go back. People, you are not fish to go back to the world. 
You are to remain in the living waters. Yes. Are y'all with me this morning? Yes. And I thank God that, praise the name of the Lord, there are pastors like Pastor Mike and Pastor Brenda that there's living waters in their reservoirs. It's fresh Hallelujah. and clean. You may say, well, how can you say that? Because our lives are clean. You only yeah. got to be as good as your life. Hallelujah. Oh, I should say it like this. Your water is only got to be as good as how clean your life is. That's right. Oh, let me get off this. Y'all may think I don't love you, but praise God. Amen. This message is for whoever is going to listen, including you out there. Yeah. Let's move on a little bit further. Then, in Exodus 17 and 8, then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Reshidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Exodus 17 and 8, verse 9, and Moses said unto Joshua, choose us out men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. Yeah. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Yes. Wow. Uh, when they saw how the battle was going, they say, we better hold up his hand because he had the rod of authority. Yes, amen. The rod of power. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And many times when they go through something, and I'm talking about pastors, many times when they go through something, sometimes, amen, they need you there to just be able to hold them up. Amen. Can you hold them up with prayer? Because that's the easiest part. You want to you, you know something? That's the easiest part. You may say, well, it takes something out of my time. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, we oftentimes feel like time is getting away from us. The Rolling Stones made a song, Time is on my side. Uh, they are still living, granted. And they are over, granted. But what time is on their side? Let's move on a little bit further. So Moses was getting tired. And sometimes we think our pastors are just worn out. And to a certain extent, they are just tired. We think they don't have it no more. We think we want this uh, young, charismatic guy. Oh, man, the women's adore him. Look out now. We want somebody, amen, be careful what you want.
what did they get? Yeah. They got an amen fox in the hen house. Yes, yeah. Come on. Yes. Come on. And Joshua. But Moses' hands were heavy. And they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat down. And Aaron and her stayed. Stay. They stayed there. Well, if one were to say, I got to go get me something to eat. Uh -huh. I need a Big Mac right now. Well, I'll I, I, I catch you later. Come on. Can you stay? Because sometimes when pastors are going through their period of flood water, People find an excuse to get off the boat, to get out of the ministry, to get out of the responsibilities, to get out of the duty. But the thing about it, people, understand this. You are tied and connected to them. I got my freedom. But be careful. Well, this is a free country. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I won't doubt that. Too free in most cases. Yeah, but that's my right. I can go wherever I want to. Then when you begin to have that kind of thinking, you begin to overrule and override God's plan in your life. Yes, you do. Amen. Yes. Nothing from God comes without commitment. That's right. Without dedication. Without getting on the knees. Without reverencing who He is. We want these billion dollar blessings. And we can't even amen send up a five minute prayer. Amen. Yeah. You know what, people? Yeah. I, hmm. Man, I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what, amen. Oh, Lord, just help me out here. There are times, as I was talking about, that we have that itch. How many have ever had a skin irritation? And the first thing you want to do is what? Why? Because it it is. What about the body, the local body? Apostle Paul says something here in 1 Timothy 4 and 1. He said, the spirit clearly says that in the latter times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. They have an itch. And when you begin to scratch the itch, it begins to irritate it more. When you begin to amen, amen, begin to ponder upon that thought that's coming to your mind, that temptation. When you begin to ponder upon, amen, the, the things that you could be doing. A lot of people's love, they like, they want to enjoy life. They want to enjoy, amen, living for the weekend. We call them the weekend livers. 
Because they'll work hard all through the week. Amen. Just to live for that weekend. Boy. We as a church, God want more from us. To whom much is given, much is required. And many times we can see that, amen, we haven't, amen, done much and we haven't gained much, amen, because we haven't given much. I'm not just talking about finance. I'm talking about our time. I'm talking about our talent. I'm talking about our commitment. I'm talking about our being a servant. I'm talking about us being faithful. Amen. When the doors, amen, of the church open, where are we? When the doors, amen, when something needs to be done, where are we? I'm talking about, amen, our commitment. When we do this and honoring God, and serving God, and helping to ensure, and holding up the hand. See, this is what you call Moses, uh, uh, Aaron and her. This is what you call the ones that are holding up the arms of the pastor. When they see something needs to be done, they do it. They don't leave the post because, amen, they got a text message. Yes. We live and die by texting these days. Oh. Can I just leave something alone? <laughs> Amen. Church, listen. People of faith, people of God, people that are blood brought, people that drinks from the well of living waters, it's time to stay. Stay where God has planted you. If the preaching and teaching lines up with the sound doctrine of Christ Jesus the Lord, you need to stay. You should divert more attention to staying instead of running and leaving, abandon your post. Your church, your purpose for this ministry, amen, is somewhat tied into you. Stand. Now let me say this right here. I'm saying this with love. Some of you out there, oh, oh, I, oh, I, I know, I know. I know I feel it and I sense it already. Amen. Let me say this right here. You may feel like, oh, what's the use? We've been here. We've been toiling. We've been laboring. Understand something here. Let me, let me give you all some wisdom. When we go through the flood, when we go through the wilderness, when we go through the desert places, when we go through even temptation, the bottom line is that we stand. Amen. God have never blessed, rewarded anyone for failing a test. See, y'all don't know where I'm going with this. God was merciful, but his blessing and reward came to the ones that passed the test. You may say, well, where is that in the Bible? Tell me something. When David was up on the wall, looking at that woman while she was taking a bath, 
Did God pour our blessings up on David? When Samson decided that he'll go hang out with Delilah. Come on, honey. Come on. When he decided he would go out and hang out with Delilah. Did God bless Samson? Oftentimes, people, we think that we can just do anything and expect God to bless it. But you got to stand. The word stay up, I'm not mistaken, that means to stand firm. Stay where you're planted. Stay in the house of God. Amen. Let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's go to something here. Let's go to something here. I want to say this right here. First thing we need to do is to stop riding the waves of emotion. We need to stay, remain, and abide in the Lord where the Lord has planted us. In John 15 and 4, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. Many times we like to choose and pick where we want to stay. Yes. And then we say, Lord, show me your will. Your perfect will. My perfect will is for you to return to the house where I planted you. Amen. Amen. A lot of people out there won't agree with this. Especially the ones who don't want to stay. Amen. A lot of people out there say, man, you, you're preaching old-fashioned. Amen. The gospel is good, brothers, old or new. Amen. Amen. Your spiritual fruitfulness is not bound or tied to the roller coaster of anxiety or pressures or the voices of the many. But stand in the Lord. Stay where he's planted you. 1 Peter 5 and 10 says, But the God of all grace, who have called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, after you have suffered a while, yes. you have to go through a few things. God just not going to pour it down upon you. We want him to. But man, God got to know can you handle it. Amen. How you going to act when you receive it. Did you learn anything why, amen, you didn't have it? Amen. Do you want, amen, me or do you want what you want? Let's move on a little bit further. He says this, after you have suffered a while, he make you perfect, complete, established, strengthened. And uh, what does he do? He settles. He settles you. The emotional roller coaster that you own don't, 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 don't ride you anymore. You say, no, I've, I've got off of that. Why? Because you're settled. Why you learn to stay. Come on now, people. You may say, please be quiet. I'm almost done. Praise God. Abide. Stay. Remain in me. 
As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide, remain, and stay in me. We're getting ready to close with this. I hear a hand clap coming. Many times in our lives, whether we are a career woman or man, at the office or a stay-home parent, you want to be productive. You want to get things done. You want to, amen, have that thing. I got this done today. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. Amen. But are you fruitful? Are you fruitful? When Jesus come back, God said, it's fruit time. Jesus ain't coming back till he sees some fruit. God ain't gonna let him leave the right hand of him. Jesus want to. I'm telling you now, he want to. Yes. But the Father said, not till I see some fruit. Somehow we, we've, we've been raptured out of here. But the fruit was in the body of church. It's there. But is it right? Is it right? Let me say this about God. Sometime when we go to the grocery store, they'll pick some of that fruit while it's green. Hoping that it'll ripen in time enough, amen, when they hit the supermarket. So you go there and you get this fruit, amen, and it's all tarty and stuff like that, amen. And you say, oh boy, I ain't going back there to buy any more fruit. God is not interested in green fruit. He wants something that's right. Because if you're right, you're ready. Yes, amen. See, God taste is for it to be sweet. Yes. There's got to be some gentleness, kindness, yes. meekness. There has to be love. There has to be faith. There has to be long-suffering. Oh, long-suffering. Amen. There has to be patience. Oh, wait a minute. Patience, I was doing all right till you said long-suffering and patience. That's part of the fruit. Yes, amen. Come on, people. James 5, 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, to the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband man waited for the precious fruits of the earth and has long patient for it until he received the early and the latter rain. You ain't getting fruitful. You ain't being fruitful if you don't stay. Amen. You got to stay. You got to hunker down. And this is not just for you guys. This is for anybody out there that will listen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you this morning yes. that God is tired of the shucking and jiving messages that are going forth. Yes. Amen. It shouldn't be that, amen, you go on somebody's podcast or somebody, amen, telecast. And you hear an amen, a, 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 a message that don't even challenge you to get up out of bed. You stay there and you can be so comfortable. Well, praise the name of the Lord. 
understand this, uh, people, when they were sitting at the table, amen, having the Lord's Supper, he told them all, he said, somebody here is going to deny me. And what did they do? At least they had the nerve to say, is it I? When we hear a true word of God, Amen. From your pastors, from other pastors. Instead of us getting upset, instead of us getting angry, instead of us getting, amen, a, 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 a bone to pick, amen, after the, after the service is over, we should be saying, is it I? That's right. Amen. Man, you know what, people? When... Ministering this right here, not because of me, but I have to dig deep and make sure. Yes. Make sure yes, that, sir. amen, praise the name of the Lord, am I coming in line with this? Amen. Because God will hit me just as hard. That's right. If not even hard. Yes, sir. Yes. Because if I tell you something, amen, just to tell you something, amen, huh, that ain't gonna fly. No. I value my soul. I don't know about nobody else, amen. but I value my soul. That's right. Yeah. The Bible teaches me and tells me there's a life after this life. Yeah. How many ever saw that movie Ghost? And why that when he died, amen, his spirit got up out of his body and he looked, amen. Sometimes people don't want to accept the fact and truth. But it ain't no time to be playing around. That's right. It ain't no time. What do you mean playing around with your soul? We play Russian roulette mm -hmm. with our soul. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's yeah. just give God some praise. Come on. Yeah. Come on, let's give him some praise. unto you and there shall be fruitfulness that will come forth and you shall know that my hand have guided thee this way and that what I am speaking to you today shall be so saith God and you shall even ride in places amen that you shall even know that I am ordering your steps because the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and I shall finish that which I have begun and you shall eat and enjoy the fruits thereof. Your labor has not been in vain. Amen. And you shall know that my hand is upon thee. And as I've said, I will say it again. The flood waters have ceased. And you shall begin to walk on the dry ground. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And this is something else the Lord said. He said that, hey man, I know how you guys feel. I know your heart. But God's the other sheep that I have that is not of this fold. Them too, I'm bringing in. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. The couple in the back back there, praise the name of the Lord. You are going to be strong with the stronger. And you are going to be stronger than the ones that sometime that have walked by you. God is saying that he's going to raise you up. And he's in the process of doing something in your lives. And the Lord said, look not to the left nor to the right. But yea, be ye still and know that I am working in you. And in your hands shall be power. In your mouth shall be the words of life. And I will bless you. And I will cause the blessings to come up on you. And they shall go forth into your lives. And you shall be sores. And praise the name of the Lord. You shall also be amen receivers as well. I will bless thee, said God. For my grace shall abound upon you, said the Lord. Praise God. Worship team, God said that you're getting ready to usher in a new presence. Thank you. There's a new presence that's getting ready to come forth. And praise the name of the Lord. God wants you guys to begin to do this. Take, I know you spend time with God, but he even wants you to even give him even more time. Because God is going to bring prophetic utterance through worship. God is going to cause worship, amen, to come forth like it has never came before. And praise the name of the Lord. And the Lord said, he opened your eyes to see. And God said, he put you here to be a pillar and a post. And the Lord saying that, praise the name of the Lord, even now you stand as a giant among men. And God is going to bless you. And you'll see your days increase because God has ordered it to be so. Woo! Hey. Hey. You know, he said, well, you ain't giving out no juice and prophecy. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's, that, ain't, that ain't me, Peter. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Karen? What's your name? Karen? Okay, praise the name of the Lord. Uh, I felt the values that you've been going through. I felt, amen, some low points been in your lives. You may say, you can say that to anybody. No, but God is speaking to you. And God, praise the name of the Lord, one of the things that he wants you to do, he wants you to redeem the time. Stop and just smell the roses and take it in where you are. And praise the name of the Lord. Uh, I do know this. God wants you to really let your roots grow down. Let them go down deep. Let them touch the soil. 
let them get the nutrients that amen is that's going to come forth from the pastors in this house and God is going to carve you out a portion because I see what God is going to do this is what he wants to do I don't say this to everybody but God wants to establish you in the office of a prophetess but the thing about it is this don't allow that at the enemy to play on your mind because so many times when God give us those words of ministry having a ministry office amen the enemy will try to play on our mind but he wants to establish you what I mean by establish the words that will come forth out of your mouth they won't fall to the ground amen people will know so that person got a word from God some may not like it but you'll have the word. Praise God. Let's give the Lord some praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Where did Chris go? Is he still here? Praise God. Okay. Hey, Chris. You can just stay right there. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God knows that your work is here. And God knows what he wants of you. Chris, you have went through desert places. You have went through wilderness places. But God said that one place that you have not yet went into, that you have, amen, not came yet into his presence. Because in his presence is the fullness of joy. You and your wife, amen, y'all going to be a powerhouse. But the thing about it, amen, it ain't going to come from outside of here. It's going to come from within here. And the Lord said he shall cause the rain to come. Not the flood rains, but the rains of refreshing. The rain of revival. Praise the name of the Lord. You guys, amen, are going to pick up the trumpet of God. And you're going to begin to make a sound. And you may say, nobody's going to listen. Yes, they will. Because as you yield, so will the people yield to you. Praise the name of the Lord. Tell the Lord to come forth. Praise God. Where is she? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, people. Let's just stand with Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. Laura, praise God. I was just giving your husband a word. You can stay right there. Praise God. You guys are going to be a team. You're going to be a powerhouse. But I, this is, I, I wanted you in here because this has to do with your sons. And God said, blessings shall be upon them. And praise the name of the Lord. As y'all yield and submit, and, and began to go into the presence of God even more and more. Amen. God said the blessings of the Lord shall make them rich and shall not add any sorrow to them. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He's going to give you guys a portion, a worthy portion. Praise the name of the Lord. Nobody can top it. Nobody can top it. And what I mean by nobody, mankind. 
and not talk. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So would you stand to your feet, please? Praise the name of the Lord. God, have need of thee. He have need of thee. And God said he's going to show you things to come. And God is wanting to spend some time with you, even as you spend more time with him. And there are times you may feel that, where do I start? What do I do? Praise the name of the Lord. Don't be afraid to ask your pastors. And not only ask, what do you need? But just get in there and help, whatever the need is. And God said he's going to put his rainbow over you even as he did Noah. Because praise the name of the Lord, that's a covenant. And God is going to begin to move for you. And God is going to show you how to do things, amen, that you sometime, amen, didn't know how to do. Don't be afraid and back up. But God said you just begin to take one step forward. And I'll be with you, said the Lord. And I'll be with your mouth, said God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name. Hallelujah. God just gave me two words. Appointed time. Appointed time. Appointed time. Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Praise the Lord. Amen, Pastor Mike. Jesus, Tell you to have a fit word spoken yes. for this season to speak in this yes. season of our lives. Yes. I'm yes. telling you, there's a sense of urgency. I felt it for years. I've even preached about it before. There's a sense of urgency to get in the house and stay in the house. Yes. yes. And uh, you know, there's several examples. One is that I can think of is Rahab the harlot. Yes. She made a deal with uh, Joshua and Caleb and or the two spies and says, uh, you know, save my household. He says, all right, if you do this for us, we will save your household. But he says, get them in the house, and they have to stay. Yes. And like Pastor Flint said, there's no time for a Big Mac attack. Because if you leave the house, there's no guarantee. God has no responsibility over you. Right. And, and like he said with the Abrahamic covenant, when God tells you to move out and, or move in or stay or whatever he tells you to do and you obey him, he, he has to accept the responsibility for you. Yes. Yes. He has to be your provider, your healer, your protector. Yes. Everything yes. that he was for Abraham, God would have to do for you. Yes, sir. And Paul was on a ship going to Rome, and the ship was getting beaten and battered in the storm, and uh, it looked like nobody was going to survive that storm. And so... Paul said, an angel stood by me this night, 
and I believe it will be even as he said. And he said that I, uh, uh, he's given me all of you, every one of you. Yes. yes. But you have to stay in the ship. Yes. You have to stay in the ship. Yes. And uh, this is a time, uh, and I know we've always said that, you know, the Lord's coming soon. The Lord's coming soon. And, yes. You know, we got scoffers say, where's the promise of his coming? For some, all things continue as they were. You know, since the beginning of time, all things continue as they were. No, they're not. They're not continuing right. as they were. They've escalated. Yes. yes. If you haven't yes. noticed, yes. it's escalated yes. to the place where yes. you can't deny time is speeding up. Yes. And, and we're getting closer and closer, obviously, but he's closer than we think. Right. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, there's nothing more important than us recognizing that and realizing that. It's not just a, a, a catchy Christian cliche to get people to come to church or stay in church. I'm telling you, this is the time where we need to get rooted and grounded and anchored in the, in the church. And and if this is the church God's called you to, this is where you should be. Because if you go to any other church, God doesn't have a word for you that he would have for you here. And, and again, I'm not bragging on me. I'm not saying that I've got the word for you. But there were seven churches in the book of Revelation, seven pastors, seven different messages every Sunday. And if you belonged in this church and you went to Pergamos, then you didn't get the word that you needed to hear. That's right. This is where you belong. Yes. And if this isn't your church, find your church. The Bible says God places them in the body as it pleases him. Yes. God has a place for you that will please him. Yes. But it's up to you to find that place. Yes. But this is the time to get in and this is the time to stay in. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. I, I want to say this. Did y'all just hear what he said? He said that if this is not your church, find a church. Name me 50 pastors that will say that. You name me one. Because sometimes the place where I come from, I can tell you right now there are 50 pastors in that city trying to pull people from other churches. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I don't want fish from other people's ponds. I want the fish that God sends me. Right. Amen. Yes. Uh, you know, if uh, if you belong in the church, there ain't nobody going to love you and care for you like that pastor that's been assigned to you. Yeah. That's right. You know, he, uh, Peter called it being the bishop of your souls, being the guardians of your souls, and that's what that pastor does. And you know, if you've been in this church, Pastor Ed and I look out for your soul. And uh, you know, there's plenty of good churches in Louisville and Kentucky and the rest of the states and this country and other countries even. But you know, it's got to be the church that God puts you in. Yes. Amen. 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 That's, right. That's the one that counts. Yes. Get in, get back, stay in, and don't go nowhere. We're going to have a yes. glorious meeting in the sky. Not Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, we appreciate everybody that came to yes. today. Pastor Flynn held true to the time, but we didn't put any time constraints no, on him. He's just being respectful. But no. I mean, how much can you say? I mean, he said volumes in the short amount of time that he preached this morning. Amen. And uh, I'd encourage you to get that. Well, you say CDs, but. Go online now. It's <laughs> and, and listen to it again and yes. again. Amen. Yes. Yes. 
and because uh, you just can't get it all in one sitting. So find out what the Lord has for you, what He said to you. Yes. He said a lot of things today, but everything wasn't for you. Yes. But find the part that was for you. Yes. And then concentrate on it and make yes. it come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let's give the council a big hand clap. I know Flint's saying, give the glory to God. Yeah, yes. I know that. <laughs> but you came and you did. Yes. Amen? Thank and we appreciate that. So God bless you. We love you. Uh, Councils, you can wave your tune. We give them a fist bump. I don't, you know, whatever they, whatever they want to do, say hello to them, say goodbye to them, whatever. But uh, they're not going to run right out the door right now. But uh, if you want to say hello, say hello. I'm going to say hello to a couple of people. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. We pray that it's been a blessing to you. For more information about FFC or its ministries, please contact the church office. God bless you, and remember, Jesus is Lord.